by using the Chase Inc. to purchase Visa gift cards during the Staples no activation fee promotion, you would be giving the equivalent of 40% cash back on your spending. Welcome to the Fly Free MD Podcast, a physician's guide to points and miles. I'm your host, Dustin Frutzinger. Take me to somewhere I can't go. Looking out my window, staring at stars. It's been a long, long road to knock on your door. Back in 1984. Welcome to episode 16 of the Fly Free MD podcast. Chase Inc.'s best ever bonus ending soon and Staples gift card promotion. Now is the time to act if you want to take advantage of the elevated sign-up bonus for the Chase Inc. cards. Chase has recently announced that these elevated sign-up bonuses will be ending soon. They don't give an exact date on when that will be uh, in Similar situations in the past where they send out a ending soon warning, it tends to be within about a week or so that they suddenly are no longer available. So you probably have in the order of days after listening to this podcast to act in order to get the elevated Chase Inc. Cash or Chase Inc. Unlimited sign-up bonus. As a reminder, this bonus will give you 90,000 Chase Ultimate Reward points after spending $6,000 in the first three months. This is the best ever sign-up bonus that they've had, and it's been available for about four months. It's been available for longer than most of us anticipated, and I'm not surprised to see that it is ending soon. The usual sign-up bonus is only 75,000 points, and you have to spend more. You have to spend $7,500 in the first three months. So this has been a great opportunity over the last four months to pick up either of the Chase Inc. Cash or Chase Inc. Unlimited cards. As a reminder, these are business cards. The earning structure for the cash card is five points for every dollar spent at office supply stores, five points for every dollar spent on cell phone and wireless services, also five points for every dollar spent on your home phone line, if anyone out there still has a home phone, and two points for every dollar spent on gas. So that is the Chase Inc. cash card earning structure. Now, the Unlimited gives you five points for every dollar spent on Lyft and one and a half points for every dollar spent on everything else. So if you have a combination of both these cards, you can earn elevated points on office supplies, cell phone, wireless internet, gas, Lyft, and then be earning one and a half points per dollar spent on everything else. Both of these cards have no annual fee. And if you have a premium card, such as the Chase Sapphire Preferred, Chase Sapphire Reserve, or Inc. Preferred cards, 
then these points are transferable to partners such as Hyatt, where you can expect at least two cents per point. If you don't have a premium card, these points are cashed out for straight cash at a value of one cent per point. So even if you don't have a premium card in order to transfer these to partner awards, this sign-up bonus would be $900 cash after spending $6,000 in three months. So that's a pretty good cash back promotion, but it's even better if you have one of the premium cards and are able to transfer to partners. As a reminder, these are business cards, and so they do not add to your 524 account, but you have to be under 524 in order to be approved for one of these cards. Now, recently, there have been some data points suggesting that people have been approved for the Chase Inc. cards when they are above 524. So if you are above 524, and have more than five new personal cards in the last 24 months, you can go ahead and try to apply for this. There's no harm in doing that and see if you get approved. The only harm maybe is a hard credit pull, but as we've discussed in previous episodes, um, I'm getting hard credit pulls all the time and have been monitoring both myself and my wife's credit scores and have not seen a significant impact with multiple hard pulls in short amounts of time. You have to have a business to apply for these. As we've discussed before, many things can be considered a business. If you do some consulting on the side, if you do either physician surveys or just regular surveys, if you sell things on eBay, Facebook Marketplace, literally anything that you do that is making some money on the side, even reselling some of your old stuff, You have a business in the eyes of Chase, and you can sign up for these business cards as a sole proprietor, only using your social security number. You don't have to jump through any hoops to establish a business. You don't have to get an EIN number, etc. You can apply as a sole proprietor and just use your social security number. Now, what if this business you have doesn't have $6,000 in spending over the first three months? Can you use this for personal expenses? When you apply for the card, it will say that this should be used only for business expenses. However, everyone in the hobby who uses business cards uses them for personal spend and has had no consequences for doing this. Uh, You do lose some of the Consumer protections common to personal cards, so keep that in mind uh, with what you're purchasing. Um, But Chase is not going to scrutinize your purchases and come and ask you, was this for your business or was this for personal use? Uh, So don't worry too much about that. How long will the offer last? Well, Chase usually gives a little bit of a warning saying that these offers are ending soon. A, f- a few days to a-, a few weeks before the offer expires. This is probably the last warning we're going to get. We probably won't get a 24-hour clock or anything like that. Uh, you should probably expect this bonus to disappear or at least go back down to the regular offer within the first 
within the next couple of days to maybe a week or so after this podcast airs. So act quickly if you want to get one of these Chase Inc. Cash or Chase Inc. Unlimited cards with the elevated sign-up bonus. Next, we'll look at another promotion which ties in very well with the elevated Chase Inc. Cash bonus. I'm talking about the Staples No Purchase Fee on Visa gift card promotion. As a reminder, Chase Inc. Cash gives five points for every dollar spent at office supply stores, including Staples. Office supply stores such as Staples and Office Max often have these promotions where they have no activation fee on various gift cards. Sometimes it's Visa gift cards, sometimes MasterCard gift cards. Uh, In fact, last week, Staples was offering MasterCard gift cards of $200 value with no activation fee. That will have expired by the time this episode airs, uh, but the week that this airs, Staples will be switching their promotion to offering Visa gift cards $200 with no activation fee. The activation fee is usually around $7 or $8 per card, or about 3 to 4% of the card's value, and so... By buying these gift cards with your ink cash, not only are you getting five points for every dollar you spend, you are also saving three to four percent when buying during one of these promotions. Why is this such a good deal? Well, for the Chase Inc. sign-up bonus, you get ninety thousand points for the first six thousand dollars you spend in the in the first three months. If you spent that whole six thousand dollars at Staples buying these gift cards you would get an additional 30,000 points because the $6,000 that you spend on achieving the sign-up bonus would be at five points for every dollar. If you do the math, you would end up with 120,000 points on $6,000 spend or 20 points for every dollar you spent. And as I said, If you transfer these points to Hyatt, you can expect to receive at least two cents per point in value. And so this means by using the Chase Inc. to purchase Visa gift cards during the Staples no activation fee promotion, you would be giving the equivalent of 40% cash back on your spending. It's an amazing opportunity that is ending very soon. What do you do with these gift cards? Well, some people have found creative ways to liquidate them, either by reselling them at near face value, which means you get a 40% return on your spend, and maybe you're selling them at a 5 or 10% discount and you are netting like 30, 35%. Other people have found creative ways to turn it back into cash by purchasing money orders and taking those money orders and depositing it in their bank and then using the money there to pay off the credit card. Uh, That is often termed manufactured spending because you are making purchases on a credit card, turning it into cash, and then paying off the credit card with that cash and generating points at literally no expense aside from the time it takes you to do that. Now, a lot of those techniques have dried up and they're difficult to find places to purchase money orders using gift cards. 
Uh, but there are some out there and some people do that. But I would recommend just keeping it pretty simple. If you use these gift cards on your everyday purchases, it can be a little bit of a hassle. You have to carry around extra cards and you might need to keep track of how much is on each gift card if you don't use it in full. And there's the risk of losing them. But if you're willing to deal with those hassles and that risk, then you are getting five points for every dollar back on everything you spend. Now compare that to the alternative. The the best you can do on everyday spend is about 2% cash back on a cash back card, or you can get one and a half points for every dollar spent with the Chase Inc. Unlimited card that we discussed earlier. So everyday spending, non-bonus category spending, you're going to be maxed out at around 2 maybe 3% cash back. Now using gift cards that you've purchased at a office supply store will make that be 5 points for every dollar spent. And again, if you transfer to Hyatt, that's the equivalent of 10% cash back on your everyday spending. So jumping through a few hoops, hitting Staples or Office Max during one of these promotions, stocking up on gift cards, using your ink cash, you can turn all of your everyday spending, even when you're not seeking a sign-up bonus, to 10% cash back on everything. This particular Staples gift card promotion ends March 11th, and so by the time this airs, you'll have a couple days to hit Staples. That's not likely enough time to apply for a new Chase Inc. cash card if you don't already have one. Chase tends to be a little bit slow in delivering their cards, Uh, but these promotions come around every month or so. Uh, In fact, as I said, last week there was a promotion that ended, and this week there's a, a different promotion. And so you don't have to wait too long before you'll have the opportunity to do this again if you apply for a Chase Inc. cash card now if you don't already have one. The current promotion limits you to buying eight gift cards of $200 value per person per day. So $1,600 per day per person can be purchased in this way. Individual stores sometimes impose their own limits, so your mileage may vary there. I find that this strategy pairs well for when I am working on an Amex sign-up bonus. Amex isn't accepted everywhere, and usually I want to be putting all of my spending towards sign-up bonuses. So when I am going for an Amex sign-up bonus, there is a percentage of my transactions that I can't put towards the Amex signup bonus because they don't take Amex. A couple things come to mind uh, for me personally are my utility bills um, don't take Amex. And so what's nice is being able to get a Chase Inc. cash card, having Visa gift cards purchased at office supply stores during one of these promotions and have those available to pay for things that I wouldn't be able to put on my Amex when I'm working towards an Amex sign-up bonus. Lastly, I want to tell you a quick tip when trying to use Hyatt free night certificates. Uh, We discussed last week that there are some changes in the Hyatt hotel categories, 
And so if you have any Hyatt stays planned over the next year, uh, check that episode out. Uh, Take a look online for which Hyatt hotels are changing categories. You may want to book them before the end of this month, March 28th to be exact, in order to lock in the current rate. I had three category one through four free night certificates that are set to expire, uh, one in May, one in June, and one in November. Now, the ones in May and June, I was worried about losing or using at poor value on a category one or two night stay uh, because I didn't have any stays planned between now and then that I could use them for. Uh, Between now and then, we are going to Hawaii uh, and staying at a Category 6 property. In April, staying in Texas at a Category 2 property. And in May, staying at Washington, D.C. at a Category 4 property. Now, I could use it there, but that is a work trip, and I certainly don't want to be using my free night certificates on a work trip that is going to be reimbursed from work. I'm going to be spending work's money on that, not my free night certificates. So so my, my options are to figure out another trip between now and when they expire in May and June in order to use them. But if I don't come up with something that's great value, what might happen is I might just end up booking last minute at my local Hyatt, which is a category one, and not getting very good value out of those free night certificates. So I took a look at my upcoming planned trip. I certainly can't use it on the hotel in Hawaii. I'm not going to use it on the stay in Washington, D.C. that my work is going to be reimbursing for. And so that left the hotel stay in the Woodlands outside of Houston in late April. Now, I currently had reservations at the Hyatt Place there, um, but was eyeing the Hyatt-centric that is actually closer to where we want to be during our event there. Uh, My wife will be racing Ironman Texas, and I will be spectating. So it'd be nice to be nice and close to the race course. That way, when she heads out on her long stretch of bike, and uh, it's an hour or two before I see her again. You know, I can go sit in the hot tub or, or have breakfast or, or something while uh, she's out there on the course pedaling away. So I went to book the Hyatt-centric using free night certificates. But if you've ever used your free night certificate on a fresh booking like this, what you may see is that you need to individually book the each night with a free night certificate. In other words, you can't book a three-night stay and try to apply three free night certificates. It won't let you do that. You have to book night number one using one, and then book night number two using one, and book night number three using your third. Um, And this particular hotel, because it is busy with the Ironman race event uh, right next door, um, was imposing a minimum three-night stay on reservations. And so I wasn't able to book each night using a free night certificate because to use the free night certificate, you can only book one night and you're not able to book one night because they had a three-night minimum per reservation. So I reached out to my Hyatt concierge uh, and asked uh, how I could go about doing this. 
And uh, she told me, just go ahead and book with points. And she would try to change the booking afterward to using the three free night certificates. And so that's what I did. I went ahead and booked the three nights on points. It was 15,000 points per night, so 45,000 points. And I sent her the confirmation. And uh, the next morning, I wake up to an email saying that she was able to do that. And my points were back in my account. And my three free night certificates were used for that three-night stay. So we're going to be at an upgraded property during that race. And uh, I'm going to enjoy a little bit more luxury while my wife is out on the course. So it's a win-win right there. Now, if you don't have a personal My Hyatt Concierge, which is uh, what you get when you become a Globalist member after 60 nights or 60 night equivalents, then uh, you can probably just call the Hyatt number itself and uh, see if they're able to arrange this as well. That's it for this week. If you've enjoyed the show, please hit subscribe on whatever podcast app you're using to listen to the show tell a friend. Uh, It would be amazing if you could leave a rating and or review on the podcast app you're listening to this on. Um, I hope that you found some value in this show and hope that you will listen to the next episode. I want to thank the band The Dawn for the use of their show 1984 as the intro and outro of today's episode. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye.